following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And it is a happy Tuesday here at the Star in Frisco, Texas. Outside it is very gloomy, but inside the bright lights of Talking Cowboys. It's a bright, sunshiny day, and ah, this is incredible. This rain, it's 45 degrees for the second straight day here in the Metroplex, and it's raining all day long. But we're here to brighten up your day with sure. Talking Cowboys, right? Absolutely. It's, I, it's I, London outside. It's it, Seattle. I'm dressed for success today. I, I, you note, I wore, I wore pants today. Very good. <laughs> oh, that's great. No shorts. <laughs> Brian, you wear pants today? I try to every day, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a little older. I might forget some things, but I hope I remember my pants. <laughs> we haven't got to the point where we're wearing onesies yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's coming next week. Oh, something to look forward to on the bye week. <laughs> Why not? I'm going to bring my LSU onesie out, and here we go. Let's just get crazy in here. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a uh, player's day off for the second straight day. They got two days off and go back to work on Redskins week tomorrow. And uh, But we're not taking a day off here on Talking no. Cowboys because we know you want to talk about the big win on Sunday and uh, what the owner, president, and general manager calls a very important game this week against the Redskins because it is. Against the division leading Redskins. Yeah, and it, it is. is the Redskins. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. the Redskins. And, you know, who knows which Redskin team will show up and who knows which Cowboy team will show up. This is kind of a, one of those uh, games where you feel like, though, that uh, this thing is one of those, I guess, Redskin games in the past, it could go either way. This one really could go either way because you're trying to think. Okay, if the Cowboys can just do this, and I'm sure in Washington they're saying, well, you know, if we could just do this. I mean, they've had some. They've had some quality wins if you look at what they've done, including you know, coming off one. Coming off on a quality one. Uh, yeah, and then you know to beat the Packers as well. I think that we all kind of saw what the Green Bay was last night a little bit, and so you know it's a it's a uh, it's going to be an interesting week to try and prep and try and figure out. Okay, is, is were the things you saw against Jacksonville? Can you take advantage of? Do you think Jack, that do you think they'll let you do this? Uh, you know, what type of game plan will uh, will uh, materialize out of? Uh, for this week to get ready for this game. Yeah, it's the chess game, right? Like, what's Washington going to do with Cole Beasley? And how do they – because the questions, and I heard it on the fan this morning to Jerry, it's, it's like, well, what was different? Well, Jacksonville played them a certain way, right? a favorable way yeah, for what they want to do, and it worked out, and they were able to execute. So if you're Washington, you probably look at it and say, well, we have to take 11 away. Yeah. And if they try to do that, okay, then who steps up and make plays uh, for this Dallas offense? So That'll the Cowboys the now have a number one receiver. Yes. Yeah. The teams have Just to take, take them away. I, I think we. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe if I'm wrong. Again, I talk about my memory sometimes going, but we kind of thought about that. We've always talked about Cole Beasley as being the best receiver, haven't we? Am I wrong about that? This year, oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I the think best we, res- we did a deal 
Didn't we do a deal in training camp? Yeah. Who, who was going to be the who leading was be the receiver? receiver? Yeah. He yeah. was my choice. I yeah. don't know about you guys. Yeah. But I he think he was my choice. I think that's and and with the hope of getting Michael Gallup going, you know, and I, maybe this is that click the you know flip the switch game for Michael Gallup that all of a sudden it's. I'm going to go out there and make some plays for you now. You know, you're halfway through the season. Hopefully the understanding and a little bit of the nuances and stuff that he's had to kind of go through. Um, Maybe I put a little too much pressure on him uh, to try and make a bunch of plays, but I think he's capable of it. We saw that. But they're going to need need somebody to step up besides Cole Bees. I just don't see, you know, Greg Minuski allowing him. And I haven't seen the Redskins tape this morning. I've watched their offense, but I haven't seen their defense. And, I just can't imagine Greg Minuski is going to let Cole Beasley dominate the game he did like he did the first half of that one the other day. Even Jacksonville, who is pretty stringent in the way they play defense, they decided in the second half, all right, we have to run linebackers at yeah. him. we got to do something different. Got to move so, a different corner over at him, yeah. So if they're willing to do that, then I'm – yeah, Washington's going to look at the tape and probably see something different to do. But he still caught three passes in the second half after yeah. you're yeah. up 24-nothing. Right. Uh, Gallup – he had the most snaps of all wide receivers. In and that I'm game. not against that at he all. He had 59, and that's yeah. what I think we've been asking for. Yeah. Get him out there, yeah. get him going. And it was unfortunate he didn't have that touchdown catch because he had his foot coming down. I'd and like he, to see him the second half. He hit though. his heel. Yeah. You know, but yeah, the second half. Get him going. Find uh, a way to get him going. You know, what, you know if, if no, uh, if no uh, Tavon Austin this week, you know, because we think, a, you know, the situation didn't sound very good for him. Well, let him let him be that guy. He, he's a guy that could separate. We could see. I mean, they had, they almost hit a play the other day with Tavon Austin on the you know against Jalen Ramsey down the middle of the field, and it had been a chance. We've seen the same thing from Michael Gallup to be able to run, to be able to separate. Uh, hopefully, he can take some of that uh, downfield uh, you know ability and, and bring it to the and bring it to the game and bring it to the game plan next week. All right, refresh my memory. The owner on the fan this morning likened Tavon Austin's injury to Mo Claiborne's groin injury. Y'all remember? Ooh, that was more stomach, but wasn't that it? was that was one of those abductor things, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. That's, he, what he, I, that's what I told Mo those when, yeah. he, when he was I, asked about. I mean, it was I'm not knocking Mo, a, but Mo had a lot of different things. It, you know, it, I can't it wasn't remember. just your normal groin. I thought it was your lower abdomen, right, which is yeah. a concern if it if there is. Yeah, because yeah, sometimes you have to have. Right. Like surgery for those well, sports. We're, we're not. We're not saying that's the case here at all. We're just re- trying to read into. Well, Jason what didn't sound Dr. very Jones hopeful said. for him. No, this no. week. No, uh, he's, uh, and Jerry didn't either. And, and when Jer- and, and and Jason's normally a day to day guy, right? And when he kind of suggests he's going to have a hard time getting back for this one, uh, then yeah, it's a little bit more serious than your. Bryce Butler pulling a groin muscle on on uh, Friday. Okay, so what do you think about the Sean Lee situation going into this week with a bye week next week? I can't. I, God bless Sean Lee. How hard was yeah. it raining yesterday? Okay, yeah, go into that first. But, you, but you see what was going on inside? Yeah, I know they had something going on, but he's outside <laughs> so doing. He had to be. He's outside doing his rehab in the pouring down sideways rain. Yeah, with his helmet on. With, yeah, I don't. I Britt Brown had his rain suit on, so he was okay. And they actually went in to put more on. Yeah, but he had his jersey. I couldn't tell if he had his shoulder pads on or not, but. Out there running sprints, doing his resistance work. It's like something out of the natural. It's like, you know? seriously? Yeah. But that's Sean Lee, so yeah. I uh, don't I'll, rule him out. Um, I want to take Jason Garrett at his word, and I, I do. He said, look, we only get 16 games. Yeah. 
So if he's available, we got to play him against Washington. That looks but like I, the pads are. What you got? <laughs> he took a picture of them when we oh. finished yesterday. Sometimes that's against the rules. I know. I did not. I didn't send it. He didn't out do anything. He just showed me. Yeah, I guess the camera didn't catch it, right? So, uh, but they have a history of you see that by looming and an extra week and and the fact that he's had lingering problems with this thing. He's to me. He's got to be like 150 percent to be able to go this week, because otherwise, I think they they'd be cautious and make sure he's good to go right after the bye. Sean Lee has a tradition. Excuse me, a tradition, a history of playing really well against these NFC East opponents. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. You know, know. I'm sure he wants to get back. And Jason Garrett, and you're right, Rob. I I read into that yesterday of Sean Lee kind of wants to play. Of course, and that's why Sean Lee is out there in the in the pouring rain in in 45 (laughs) degrees, dragging Britt Brown like he's a you know like he's on a dog walk. You know, I mean, I, I to me. And I always say this, you know me, guys. They're all must win, and and he and Garrett's right. You only get to play so many of these, and you know you got to. If you're Sean Lee, you're seeing what's going on with his defense. You know he he it, it's probably killing him to sit there on the sidelines while they get stop after stop after stop and create turnovers and no question. You know, and and, and if Sean Lee can get out there because he he owns this division when he plays. The Giants, the Eagles, the Redskins. He always. What was the big play he made several years ago? Remember down the in the, the interception mm-hmm. that he get. You know him, Barry. Church, they always seemed to like those guys were always playing well against the Red. They. He's. I, I'm just saying, Sean Lee. If he could play, Sean Lee's going to play. I, I don't care what they say about caution and all that stuff like that. If Sean Lee's doing everything he can, I'm just saying. I, I, I'm with I'm you. Not, I'm, just I'm saying, not trying to argue with you. I'm just trying to say that but, it's. You know, caution cautions when they, they okay. They have the ability to be cautious because they've got two guys right now that are playing their ass off with that with the you know with, with Jalen Smith and then with Leighton Vanderish. They can be cautious, but you know what? This season is not about caution anymore. It's not. But you do have ten games left, and I want him for ten games, not one or two. Because well, you might not get him for 10 games. Well, well, I want him for for eight. But they're you know? not going to force him out there. No, they don't do I that. Think they Jason, don't do that. I think what Jason was saying, if he's ready, he's ready. Yeah. And and I don't care if we have a bye coming up. Yeah, and there you now, go. If he's not ready. Maybe I should have said it that way. And if he's not ready, then we get three weeks before he would play a game. Ready means not 90%, though. No, I mean, I mean ready, ready to go. Ready, ready, yeah. yeah. That's all I'm saying. But I think also, even if he's ready, if he's ready... And fair, play it. Fair. They will have a plan for him because yeah. they, they now have confidence in his replacement. There you too, go. Where the, he doesn't have to play every snap. There of the you game. go. And there's a, there's another side to this. Okay, all right. You can look at it and say he's got. If he doesn't play, he's got three weeks from now. Yeah. They're playing a Monday night game when they come off the bye. It's even an extra day there. Sure. But you can also look at it. You can mix him back in, okay? And he maybe he gets half the snaps that he normally would get in a game, okay? And then he's got two weeks to recover after that. So there, yeah. you can still you're still using that bye week to help him in the process of having him ready for the rest of the season. Because the other thing, way you look at, it, I mean, how many weeks is he going to be out of action 
before coming back if he doesn't play on any snaps on Sunday. I mean, we're looking at six weeks in between yeah. times where he played, and he may be more apt to get injured again coming off a six-week layoff than if they worked him in great. I think I think they just play all of these things uh, together and try to figure out what's, what's the best way to approach it, assuming that he's ready to play on Sunday. Yeah, no way he's going to come out and play 100% of the snaps. Right. No, right. And, and that's the good and thing. they'll go back to their – plan early in the season absolutely of rotating those three guys yeah. the last game he played in in seattle he came out on the first series of the of the i mean the second series of the game and vander esch was out there for carolina the as well yeah. see this Sweet is where yeah. this is where it plays in if you can keep him healthy you know now if he if he doesn't have to play like mickey said play 65 plays he could play you know 30 plays 40 plays but then you have him at the end of the game when you really need that Sean Lee play. All of a sudden, you're in a tight, tough game, you know, and you're trying to get that stop against the Houston Texans. You're trying to get a stop against Detroit or whoever, and now you have a fresher Sean Lee playing. And how about, okay, heaven forbid, but what if an injury occurred to either Vander Esch or Jalen Smith? Oh, God, where they, don't say that. What, no, but but if that you have him available to come in and play that game, <laughs> yeah. just like with Awuzie last yeah. game, yeah. where he didn't get any uh, very many snaps. but None. Yeah. yeah. And so um, – And you already got he's, Joe Thomas But out, he is active. Yeah. Right, and that's the other part of it is yeah. Joe, Joe Thomas is – and he's basically taking Joe Thomas's spot, you yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying it. You don't to get Sean through the full season. Don't play him sixty defensive snaps a game. Don't do it. You don't have to anymore. So, we'll and I see. think that's the way they approached it in the off season. That when they look back at at last season and the last several seasons, his entire career, you, they knew that they needed to fortify that position. They were also losing losing Anthony Hitchens in free agency, yes. and which is a huge reason that they spent a first round draft pick on Leighton Vander Esch. Yeah, but they also added Joe Thomas, Justin Marge Lillard. They knew that they needed Covington. They drafted Covington. They drafted yeah. yeah, and so they knew that they needed to fortify the linebacker position. Because you, because of where Sean Lee is, especially now in his career, what age he's at right now. Right. I mean, here's what they've done. Uh, first game, 59 of 67 snaps. Second game, 41 of 68. Third game, 36 of 30, uh, 69 against Seattle. But that's when he got hurt, right? Right. Right. So yes. he wouldn't have played more. But so he was playing about, uh, you know, 50 percent, 60 percent of the yeah. snaps. That's about and he right. was nursing a hamstring then, too. Yeah, already. Yeah, right. yeah. The other hamstring. Can I ask a question about the linebackers? Yes. Well, just in a comparison, I'm interested in what you guys think. Bigger bigger surprise, or not surprise, probably a bad word, but pleasant surprise, the way that Jones has played at corner or the way that Van Der Esch has played at linebacker on the defense? For me, uh, the bigger surprise is Jones at, at cornerback because I – Hadn't seen that before. Yeah, yeah. I had. Boy, I didn't know much. I mean, I knew about Vanderish, but I didn't know that he could play like this. I mm-hmm. thought. I yeah. thought just from what I had read about yeah. Vanderish, what I looked at when I saw him, right. I'm going, okay, he may need a few games, but this right. guy's going to be pretty good. Yeah. Give me Leighton Vanderish because we saw Byron play at a really high level. I know it's training camp practice and preseason games. But Leighton missed a lot of time yeah. in preseason. Sure did. Good OTAs, minicamps, yeah. I mean, all these practices out here, he wasn't out here. And it was kind of like, okay, what's what's he going to give you? What's his role going to be? And he has been really good against the run, no missed tackles. 
coverage. That's something Brian talked about pre-draft, his ability and coverage for yeah. a guy his size. I mean, he has looked like the total package for a rookie linebacker in this league. You know, Anthony Hitchens, his rookie year, came, had got thrown into the fire. Oh, yeah. Okay, because of a Sean Lee injury for the entire season. Yeah, he played hurt, too, at the end. If you remember that yep. Colts game, yep. they won, yeah. Uh, which leads me, uh, okay, I have the which is the most, the more can, difficult? Go ahead. Can I answer real quick? Okay. I don't want to be, yeah. you know, I, I, I think that I agree with Mickey. I, I think the Byron Jones right. transformation to corner has been outstanding. I, I think that it's it's gone better than they even thought it would go. I mean, I feel like that they knew that Byron was a talented guy, but I didn't think that they, well, they probably didn't think that, you know, hey, this could be this way. I, I think it took Chris Richard to convince him to make the move, but it took Byron Jones to say to hammer the point home. And I I, I, I applaud him for doing that because I, I was thinking, okay, why would you move him from safety where he's a good safety? Hell, he's an even better corner. I mean, he makes plays at corner. Had an idea what Van Der Esch was, but, man, they're both playing so well on this defense right now. You know, so you're they, more surprised? I'm more surprised by the corner play okay. by Byron Jones. And again, I agree with which, Mickey on that than I do with Van Der Esch. Because which, which I had it, an idea that Van Der Esch was going to be – I didn't think Van Der Esch was going to be this good, but he, he's exceeded what I believed, he, at least in his first year, what he could be. Which relates to, to my question is, okay, what position is more difficult to play in the – in this league, inside linebacker or weak side linebacker, where Leighton Vander Esch is playing, or cornerback. Well, the way the rule, the way the rules are, I always go with corner. Yeah, the way I, the I, rules I are. Too. Yeah, this is which a means throw them up league. Yep, yeah, which means Byron Jones when he was playing corner before. That's a much now he's a, he's a veteran guy going back. He had more. Uh, ability, savvy, yeah. toughness, whatever it is, uh, yeah. knowledge of the league to be able to play corner. And now we already saw it with Hitchens as a rookie, was able to play that position. And now here's Vander Esch coming in playing linebacker. Uh, I, but the thing with Byron Jones, he's played 54 games for you now. Yeah. Right. 48 coming into the season and now what, six? So is that, yeah. Yeah. Hasn't missed a game. And yeah. But so, yeah. Yeah. I think he's getting more opportunities at this position to – to show that he can make plays. I mean, last year, he's a lot of this kind of deep safety stuff run up at the end of plays. You know, he wasn't that involved. He's now on an island, and that's a tough position. But here, look, he can show off his athleticism and, and show what he can do in these situations. And we've seen it his first couple of years in the league covering tight ends. You know, when he had an opportunity to go down and cover a tight end, he did a pretty good job most of the time. Yeah, but that was tight ends. We I haven't know. seen him cover receivers the way we have. Even his rookie year, that was very limited. Yeah. Well, they kind of at threw him in, too. Did, I mean, yeah. Was, yeah. You know. it, was it, that was the Rob Ryan administration. Was that Rob Ryan? It was 2013. Was no, it was 15. No, with, 2015. Yeah. Yeah. It was so, Rod. Yeah, so, yeah, he, you know. But I, he was mainly a safety, right? That's a, yeah. I'm just, because there was always that chaos in the secondary for that bunch, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was. It that was. There was, well, was always chaos. And, and the 32nd ranked Yeah, defense. nothing against Rob Ryan. I, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not trying to run the bus over him. I am trying to run the bus <laughs> over him at the same time. But, but, but there was chaos there, you know? And I think that Byron Jones, maybe, maybe yeah. he would have developed into a really good corner if they wouldn't have had the chaos that they had. But they I had him outside. They inside, had him inside. Yeah, yeah. That position flex could either be a blessing or a curse. And now you know? UConn, he played safety first. Played both. I know he played, played both, played but did he play for, corner first, first yeah. and then safety? Yeah. Okay. I think I got right. that right. I, you know, and you mentioned Richard, and I think he, he deserves a lot of credit just for like – I bet it's got to feel good for Byron to have this coach come in and say, you're perfect for what I want to do. 
He's got you know, the opposite feeling that, that Jordan Lewis has. You're right. Yeah. You're right about that. <laughs> right. Jordan Lewis went from a 14-game starter, I believe. Mickey, am I right about that? 14 that rookie game, year. He's yeah, a rookie. 14-game starter. And all of a sudden, you know, the kid's like, listen, you know, you're just a tick under 5'10", but you got really long arms, but you know what? I really can't use you right now. You know? So Tough. at the opposite, probably the opposite, it has to be rewarding. And I think you had to worry about losing Jordan Lewis a little bit. Mickey made the right call, if, uh, uh, what a good personnel guy would do, would say, hey, I'm not trading this guy. Where Joe and Flower Mound and Manny in Mexico City and everybody was saying, hey, trade the guy, get something for the guy, get a tight end for the guy. You know, sometimes you just have to hold on. Some of the best trades you make are the ones you don't make, you know, and, and, and holding on to Jordan Lewis. For that game the other day proved beneficial for you. Because yeah, you needed yeah, yeah. him big he time. Had, he had the bad play. They had the one time where they played dime against Detroit, and that was bad for him. But, and you're worried about, gosh, did we lose this guy? But no, he bounced back in there and played very, very well, though, in that, uh, that game last week. Yep. Technically, uh, he had played 15 games, seven starts last okay. year as a rookie, Jordan yeah. Lewis. It seemed like 14 starts. Though, yeah, it, was, you know? it just seemed like he was yeah. on the field every every. Oh, with all the injuries they had, Skandrick yeah. and, yeah. and Awuzier. Yeah. All right, we're just getting started here on Talking Cowboys. We take your phone calls at 888-855-2297 when we come back. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com terms and conditions apply. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, renews monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are a American made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talking Cowboys. Oh, Mickey. Crunch time is when you got to stay cool. Nobody's better at keeping you cool under pressure than Tommy John. Tommy John underwear has, Brian, moisture-wicking antimicrobial fabrics to keep germs and perspiration at bay. That means no discomfort and no adjustment. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. Can you use that word in a sentence, please? 
Yeah, Tommy John underwear has moisture-wicking antimicrobial fabrics. Right, other than what you just read. Uh, microbial. I can't say it. Hills microbial. Hotel Room is micro- <laughs> microbial. That's, That's right. a Petri dish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, science it, class. It's like uh, Madame Curie's and they're doing experiments. <laughs> hey, ever dreamed of becoming mo- a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, Mickey? Every day. Now's your chance. Mickey votes for him. I judge. I know, him. judge. I know you do. Yeah. Well, now's your chance. Prep classes taught by master instructors and Dallas Cowboys cheerleader group leaders will introduce you to the choreography and techniques taught to the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader squad. Sign up for a prep class now at DallasCowboys.com slash cheerleaders. What's so funny? Those girls are athletes now. They are. Brian's Holy doing je- a little. I was doing a little. Yeah, oh, there okay. you go. Yeah, looks good. Be a yell leader at A&M, right? No, that's all the things they did. Did you ever yeah. aspire to be a yell leader at I, AM, Rob? I, I did not. He wanted the white coveralls. <laughs> yeah. Are those, are those, are those, are those onesies? <laughs> he wanted the onesies. Kind of. With, with yeah. Rob. Rob on a name. It's like a hospital orderly, you know? Uh, come on, Mr. Phillips. You're coming with us. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever. The white coats. Have you ever sat down at an Aggie game? Uh, you stand yeah. the whole game, right? When I go back, I'm old now. Loves, I don't, I'm oh, you don't the, have to. You, you don't have to stand if yeah, you're you old. You only have to back? stand if you're an uh, alumni or a student, right? Uh, if you're alumni, you can. If you're I, a visitor, one, you don't require to stand, though. No one's going to shame you. No, absolutely not, Ken. Rob's a ten percent. What is it? Five percent? Two percent? Two percenter? Ken is all the way, hundred percent. I'm more two percent. You're a two. What? You went there? No, I love my school. I don't know all the yells. I went to fish camp and it completely ignored it. So I like to go to the game and have a good time, but I don't get into all the other stuff. Rob loves it when he sits with Auburn fans, too. Am I right about that? Not so much. Not so much. That's a, what, he hit your wife? Guy punched your wife? He accidentally hit her in the back, yeah, because he was drunk and being ridiculous. How did a uh, LSU fan throw a beer on me at the hey, pop? Hey, hey, Whoa! <laughs> that sounds any, right. respectable, any respectable LSU fan would not throw a beer because we drink the beer. <laughs> I'll tell was you. Was he wearing flannel and had a beard, Ken? Right, maybe it, it was an accident. The most irritating fans are Alabama fans. That's no. true. Because they know. Because they got these... Because they win. The clickers? <laughs> pom-poms. Yeah. Oh, the pom-poms, yeah. And I'm sitting at the national championship game in New Orleans. Oh, sure. Missouri was in a national championship game? No, I'm oh, watching okay. LSU, Alabama. <laughs> it's time we didn't get past the 50-yard line. And, yeah, the, the, the great <laughs> SEC, and I don't think either team was going to score a touchdown in that game. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, there was this row of Alabama fans right in front mm-hmm. of me, and they're shaking these dang pom-poms. Oh, yeah. And and they were getting close to my head, yeah. and I announced, "If this thing hits me, I'm grabbing that pom pom." Yeah. And it are you gonna hit, start a fight? And it hit me. Well, I was a lady. I wasn't gonna. Punch <laughs> her. What the hell? And are you it hit about? me. It hit me right in the face, and I went to grab it, and I wasn't quick enough because it went back forward, and I was just pissed that I couldn't grab it. Okay. All right. Got I was one, gonna break it over my knee. I've got one more question on this uh, topic to, for Brian. LSU stormed the field after beating Georgia. Is that right? Yeah, that's kind of. We shouldn't do that. Uh, that was weak. You got fined. Yeah, we Hundred thousand dollars. It's an SEC we, rule. Yeah, you know, we've won a couple of national championships. You don't, like, we that's don't, right. No, no you we, don't. we don't do that. That's, that's, that is embarrassing. I understand. If Oklahoma, yeah. I mean, I'm just that's not acceptable. Yeah. Especially yeah. when that's I right. said that they were better than Georgia when they before Mickey, the game. Mickey did yeah. tell me that when the, before the game started. Mickey says you got a chance today, and I looked at him like Mickey. I don't agree with. How about you, in you two know? weeks if you beat Alabama? Is that worth storming the field? I don't think so because no, you know because they, they've been there before, right? They've won. They've won now. Three games over top ten opponents. 
this year so yeah, far? Right. Miami, Auburn, and Georgia. Who does they, who do they who does Alabama play this week? I don't know. We'll get, we'll get to that. Tennessee. Let's get to it's first October, first Saturday. Or Missouri helped them out. They knocked a the quarterback out. Yeah. All right, we're going to go to Palmer in Georgia. Next Uh-oh. up here yeah, on Palmer. Talking Take Cowboys. Palmer. Hello, pa- oh yeah, perfect Take timing. That, Palmer. Palmer. <laughs> hey, how's it how's it going, gentlemen? We're great. Yeah, go Tigers. <laughs> hey man, I'm down here in the south tip of Georgia on St. Simon's Island, about Ooh, to go play golf. It's there you beautiful. go. There you go. That's you, you know exactly. That's a great spot. No, no, no hurricanes coming no, through. No, no, not there. Not there. Why would you wish that, Mickey? Come I on, said man. no hurricanes. <laughs> I didn't wish it. <laughs> what do you got, Palmer? Man, you're, all, you're like a wet blanket, Mickey. Hey, Brian, <laughs> yeah, here's it my, is. Here, here's my question, Brian. Okay. Do you see any chance the Cowboys trading for Joseph out of Oakland or maybe Brandon Cooks to tight end? With that, I'll get off and listen. Thanks for all you do, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Mickey, you hear anything about trades? Anything doing any trades? No, I just saw that those guys were on the yeah, block, uh, and know. I figured the Cowboys would be the only one out of 31 teams that would be interested. <laughs> yeah. <Me too. laughs> you know, the, the word is I was talking to some people around the league, and they had not heard – Usually you can you know usually you can call somebody and say hey listen has the Raiders called you or has somebody called you and like my guys around the league are saying no I haven't heard any calls yet so uh, it might be you know something that they've you know that they're going to explore it sounds like that John Gruden I know Charles Robinson wrote a piece for Yahoo about the relationship between Reggie McKenzie my buddy and John Gruden another friend that's not very good there but I I you know it, it I haven't heard anything about the Cowboys you know yet. Uh, but if, if in fact, I do get word that they are shopping them, uh, I'll ask people and we'll see what we can get. But uh, right now, I just don't. The asking price for initially what I heard was like a first-round pick for the receiver for Amari Cooper. I just don't see them. You know, that would not be. Uh, I would and, not and, yeah. part with that. And he didn't, for he, anybody, didn't, really. he didn't include Cooper in that. Group. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so Carl yeah. Joseph, yeah, uh, so safety. West, West Virginia, yeah. yeah. He, John's trying to get rid of everybody Reggie drafted. And so that's and not he was gonna, a first round pick. Yeah, Carl that's Joseph not gonna, that's not going to end well for Reggie. And, no more and, first round picks for wide receivers in yeah, the middle of the season. Yeah, okay, that, that is a that is a you should live by that. Or Absolutely. a first and a third, or a first and a first, or yeah, two yeah, firsts. That, that two, two yeah. firsts is that's never good either. But no, I, I just uh, you know I haven't heard it official, Palmer. And good luck today, uh, knocking them around there in uh, South Georgia. Another former cowboy in the broadcast booth, Joey Galloway. Oh, yeah, that's He right. does a good job for ESPN. On I'll tell you what, college, college football, yeah. he's really good. Yeah. He's really good. I like him. He, that surprised yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, he's – Speaking he, of he's surprises. A, he's very intelligent about the game. Very intelligent. He did the Tech TCU game. He on did. Yeah, he did. Because yeah. he's did. usually in the studio, yeah. but I heard yeah. him doing the game, and he was yeah. really With Herb good. Herb Street. And yeah. I can't remember who the play-by-play guy was. But he anyway, some guy that was uh, 12 years old. Uh, oh, no, yeah. It was Armstrong. Is his Armstrong? Yeah. He's like 12 years old. He does yeah. San Francisco Giants games. Oh, does he? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So oh, he might be thirteen. He does look young, but he's got a, he's got a good voice and yeah. good style about him. There you go. Unlike some, never mind. We'll, we'll snoop uh, around. We got oh! <laughs> October thirtieth is the trade deadline, so we got a few. So the Tuesday before Halloween, got a few days. So two weeks from today. Yeah, we'll 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 snoop around a little bit and see. I'm again. I need to figure out. I don't want to chase this if, in fact, they're not really trading the guys. So we'll see. But you would think Gruden is going to do all he can to. John is trying to. I don't know what John's trying to do. I don't know. Trying to win. Well, but he kind of indicated so what far. he's doing when he traded Khalil Mack. I, I love John. John. John and I are really close. John's terrible at personnel. 
and I and I and Reggie, I love Reggie. I was with Reggie, and I think Reggie brought them out of the dark ages with some of the moves and stuff. I mean, Khalil Mack was a hell of a pick, and went John, okay, well, you know, is John going to take those two first round picks? And you know, maybe I don't know. I just I feel bad for for Reggie. I do. Because John John is killer on personnel, guys. It sounded like the Khalil Mack thing just became personal instead of business. John will do that to you. Mm. John will John will hug you and then punch you in the face at the same time. Well, you mean with him and Mack? Yeah. Because Mack just didn't want to be there. Yeah, I, I, I mean, know. So what do you do? Well, you you let him sit and he's going to play six games. And like the Steelers are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What Connor's working out for them though, isn't he? He is. He's done a great Kid job. Beat cancer and he's a. Damn good player. Yeah, he is. Yeah, good for him. I mean, the good for him. The, the linebacker for the Cowboys did it in, was it 93 or 94? Um, Smith? Yeah, Darren Smith. Darren Smith. Darren Smith, yeah. Remember, he got in an argument with the, the – and he sat out 10 games, played his six, and got his year of, of – Credit, yeah. Credit, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, a question from yesterday at the end of the show is about tight ends, and can Rico gathers – um, take time away from Blake Jarwin. Let's let's uh, look at Blake Jarwin versus Rico Gathers. What what are your thoughts on on that? You got any good thoughts about that one, Robert? Uh, I, I like progress. What I'm seeing from both in terms of progress, um, Rico again continues to show the ability to go up the field and make plays, and that's play. He's made a couple plays. He made two. One play in each game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's that's plural. That's a couple plays. One in each game. Okay. And Jets Jarwin's bread and butter, right? So I kind of want to see more Rico. I really do. But but I, I think Jarwin's more polished as a tight end. And I liked what he saw. You wrote about it. The the block up the field on Dak's first touchdown yeah, run. Helped. So that's yeah. that's encouraging that he's becoming more of a maybe maybe well rounded guy that you can trust. Here's what I worry. If if you play them more, you may get diminishing returns. If you spot them in places where he's got it, that you've practiced that stuff, you're not asking a lot of them, then he can excel. I just want the internet to break, Mickey. I just I just uh, want well, to see okay, a Rico touchdown. We don't, we don't need to do worry about that. <laughs> I just want to see it. What do you think, Brian? What are your thoughts? Well, yeah. Go ahead and answer I, that question. I got another what? one for Boy, you. I, I'm running down the path where I'm agreeing with Mickey a lot here today, but I'm mm. okay, I'll be okay with that. Um, you know, I, I would like to see. I think that you have to kind of spot play him right now. I know, but I, but I, it, but I do I do understand. And again, I'm not I don't hate riding the fence on this, but I do understand that to get him going, you're probably going to have to play him. It's like me trying to cheerlead for Michael Gallup. You know. I mean, both are very talented players. Why? Okay, Broadus, why are you cheering for Michael Gallup and not cheering for Rico? Because we've seen Michael Gallup produce yeah. in college. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I, I would like to, if, but Rico, you know, it doesn't look like to me when they put him out there in some of that 13 personnel stuff, it doesn't look like he's making mistakes. It mm -hmm. doesn't, you know, when, when Rico's bad is when he's Rico 280 pounds blocking air, you know, when he's kind of looking around like he mm -hmm. just stole something. You know, he's like, you know, oh, what, 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 you know, yeah. He he's he's putting his head in there. You know, you want Rico if he's going to make a mistake, make an aggressive mistake. Just drive, just drive whoever the other color jersey is far down inside as you can. And that's one of the reasons he made the team was they yeah. they felt like he was just playing faster, yeah, not thinking and not as much. thinking about it. And but I, I see where Mickey's going with his uh, his analysis of it. And I, I'd like to. I, I think if you're going to play him at 13 personnel, 
he's got to be able to block a little bit because you don't want it to be the every time that he's coming in the game you're just throwing him the ball. Oh wait, yeah. they're throwing a waggle, and so now you you, right. you take your strong safety and you jam him on the line. And we've all kind of seen Rico when he gets held up at the line. It, it's kind of like he's trying to, you know, he's it's like he's in a revolving door. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just kind of you know getting caught up in it and. I, I think you have to prove that he can block first before you can say, okay, let's put him in there for 25, 30 snaps and let him just go. Blake I'm, Jarwin I'm is in not- agreement. Yeah, you don't want to give him too much. You give him a little package of things. I just When I see him make the play that he made, one play, There's but it takes no three doubt. guys to tackle him. No it's like, doubt. man, the guy is no a doubt. specimen. You no know? doubt. And, and that's the you, you said, okay, if I, could put, you know, if I could put Blake Jarwin's brain in Rico Gather's body – you know, what kind of tight end? I mean, I think Blake Jarwin's a sharp guy. Is he the most physically gifted guy? No, he's not. I mean, he made a nice block on the touchdown run, but that's really the first time I've seen Blake Jarwin have a block where I was going, oh, I mean, I had to catch myself thinking, oh, nice block, Swain. Oh, no, hey, Jarwin, all right. Yeah, it's you encouraging. Know? So, which, yeah. which leads me to the question I was going to ask you. Uh, how do you, What have you seen out of Blake Jarwin? And not I think, enough. I think there are people yeah. who wonder. That's why we're having if, this conversation? I, I think. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I think there are people who wonder if he is, uh, even though he was not a second round draft pick, another Gavin Escobar. Well, what would be they, the difference? In they those? protected him. They protected him. You know, they didn't let him go to Philadelphia right. you know, off the right. practice squad. They obviously thought enough of him, though. He just seems like he hasn't – the plays that Blake Jarwin should make, the catch the other day on the third and two where they, they, faked, the, they faked the dive and they, they got Blake Jarwin up the field and his hands were, mm-hmm. his hands were laid or his hands didn't, you know. he got to make right. that catch. Yeah, right. I mean, that, that's, that's a play called for you. Right. Because you're Blake Jarwin catching tight end. And, and we saw him make those plays in camp. Down, yeah. down the field, I mean, Dak was raving about him in preseason really liked his ability just to get down the field and make plays. See, I think that is one of the concerns is it's one thing making plays in camp when you know you're not going to get hit, tackled, whatever. No question. And there's another thing when you're playing in an NFL game. Uh, Rico had 14 plays. Jarwin had 22. So not that big of a disparity considering Jarwin's in there to block quite a bit. Yeah. And I'm, 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 I'm with you, man. But here I am arguing for Gallup, 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 and then – you, know, you have a talented player like that, but is it is it is it the right time? He's still coming along. He's still this is his first year, and he, he's different than your I, average first year player. I'd love I to and he hasn't played in ten years. I get it, Mick. I just want to. I want the internet to break. I, 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 I said. I get you. I would love <laughs> to see us have a show where we're talking about Rico gathers the difference maker. Okay, and, you know where it's a, a five catch. 65 yard day, you know, maybe a touchdown. Yeah. yeah but oh, you know, he did okay blocking. You know, but you know what? Good. He did look bad. He looks like one of those guys that needs to, in his progression, have success. Yeah. I don't know how well he do with failure, you know? Because then you go, well, I hadn't played in a long time, and okay. he doesn't—he doesn't lack for confidence. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna say that right now. And, and but, how, so but they I, put him in situations where he could excel, except for on the goal line against. And one more thing on the tight end situation: How valuable is Jeff Swaim to this team right now? Very. See, there's now my guy that used to be the unsung hero. Did I say that right? Unsung hero mm-hmm. uh, was uh, it used to be Jeff Heath. Jeff Heath was always the guy that, you know, you know, hey, you guys, everybody's on Jeff Heath. Well, okay, watch him play, watch him play special teams. I think Jeff Swain is one of those guys that 
you, you, you know, you, the, really the underappreciative guy, underappreciated guy of all the things. I, I was really worried about him having to play so much inline Y and block and just get yeah. beat up and beat up. You know, we're starting to see – you watch him at practice and he's got a knee sleeve on and he's got this on. And, you know, he's – Got he's, those spots on his yeah, shoulders. Yeah, he's, he's one of those guys that gets so beat up and you're thinking, will that affect the way that he plays down the field? You know, but he's he's been he's been outstanding. I, you know, I've it's it, he's given you everything he has at the point of attack, and, and when they've thrown him the ball and the waggles and stuff, heck, he's been athletic enough catching it, getting up the field, not just going out of bounds or falling down like we've seen in the past. Making tough catches, yeah. showing balance. Yeah, how about that catch that he made? One he yeah. went low. On. Yeah, yeah. Was it Detroit or what game was uh, that? It was Houston. Houston, made a yeah, plays. where he's like he's the ball's on the ground and yeah. he basically just scoops it off the ground. I mean. He's your stunt man, and he's playing your number one receiver tight end as well. And I'm worried about him being too much of the stunt man. Yeah. You know? That's why I wish they had a James Hanna. Mm -hmm. James Hanna is a perfect guy to take all that abuse and allows other people around him to be a little bit better. You know, it allows them to do what they normally do, which is get downfield and catch the football. James Hanna was an unsung guy around here. James Hanna's, you know, James Hanna was nickname. Stuntman. The stuntman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Witten, you know, Witten did a lot of really, you know, Witten was some dirty Dirty work work, player guy, but he wasn't the stuntman. Mm -hmm. James Hanna was the stuntman. James, listen, we're going to ask you to block that 295 pound defensive end. Listen, James, you need to crack inside (laughs) on Fletcher Cox here. Yeah, and sure. Now, whatever. And now Swaim has to be Hannah. Yeah, Anglin. yeah, exactly. Right. Now, now he has to crack on Fletcher Cox inside. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we continue on Talking Cowboys. More of your phone calls at 888-855-2297 in a moment. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than specs and features as well. you got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. To experience one for yourself, visit your local Texas John Deere dealer or go to myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. 
To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Hey, have you heard about Jack Black? Yeah. You've got to use it. That's what the pros use. That's what we use. And if you go Bill occasionally. to <laughs> at jackblack.com, you can get their four faves for $10 with free shipping if you use the promotional code COWBOYS. Go get Jack Black. There you go, Mickey. Great job. Hey, no uh, props today. Get a load of this. Registration for holiday youth camps is now open. One-day camps available for both Dallas Cowboys Football Academy and Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders Dance Academy at AT&T Stadium and the Star. Spots are limited, so register today at dallascowboys.com slash academy. Holiday youth camps. Which holiday? Get a long break, don't you? For like the Thanksgiving uh, yeah, or Christmas? All, yeah, all, both. 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 Yeah. Well, it doesn't specify oh. here. Go to Monica, all those breaks. Go to DallasCowboys.com slash Academy Mickey and you can come and up I with can the find answer out, right? to that question. <laughs> Ask questions I don't know the answer. Because to. anymore students get off for <laughs> st- yeah, students get off easy, a full Mickey, week sorry. for Thanksgiving <laughs> and yeah. then two weeks for Christmas and New Year's. A week for Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah. Back in our day, we got off Thursday and Friday, right? You sure didn't get off Wednesday. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Rob, did you get off Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. And that was it? Through the weekend. You Teachers, did, my now wife. Now they get the full week off. Have a my great wife, Wednesday. Yeah, and uh, her best friend <laughs> is getting married and I hope she's not listening. She's a teacher, too, so she's getting married. Is that why you're not going to the LSU A&M game the with The week me? of Thanksgiving, and that's why I'm not going to the LSU A&M game. In fact, I may not be able to watch the LSU A&M game. <laughs> oh, oh, you've got a phone. That's right. It's not good enough. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Go ahead, Bill. Bill, I was, have you ever, okay. I was with the Pilgrims at Plymouth Rock when they had the first Thanksgiving, so uh, okay. I didn't get any days off. <laughs> uh, speaking of weddings and football season, which that ought to be outlawed, Okay, I agree. A, yeah. Especially your holiday daughter's weekends. never. Your daughter's got married. Actually, not, my oldest daughter oh, Jennifer here we go. got married Thanksgiving weekend. It was on the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend. You know was what? Bethlehem going on then? Actually, I think they may have played in the afternoon. <laughs> no. It was a night wedding, and yeah. usually by Thanksgiving weekend night, it. There he is, Bill's ripping. Uh, don't I'm, get in it. Whoa, my daughter. Uh, my daughter did do that. <laughs> I'm going to get myself in trouble here. But to me, that, if you're going to get married on Thanksgiving weekend, that might as well be a destination wedding. You ask people to come. If they can't make it, well, no no hard feelings. You know, you might as well be getting married But really, by Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend, there's not that much football going on. Is there? No, there's really not. You all have I thought all those games. Didn't like Nebraska and Colorado used to play? Yeah, but and they play like on Friday. Yeah. After, Friday afternoon. Yeah. And then Saturday afternoon. Used to be on whatever. Thanksgiving. But by Saturday night, be, uh, there's not very Texas many. Texas and Texas A&M rivalry game. Was, How about that's yeah. right. Ole Miss and Mississippi State play the Egg Bowl at that, that time, don't Thanksgiving they? Thanksgiving night yeah. is what usually when yeah. that happens. I can tell you about the Egg Bowl. 
covered okay. a few of those. Covered a few. When I was at the Jacksonville Ledger. Yeah. <laughs> Not Jack, Jacksonville. Valerian. Valerian. <laughs> Let's say hello to Nebby in Silver Spring, Maryland. Nebby, you're on Talking Cowboys. Uh, 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 hey, uh, hey, guys, how's it going? By the way, uh, uh, Rob, uh, I just want to let you know uh, 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 before I break down the keys to the game. Uh, to, to our game against the Redskins, I just want to let you know that I'm excited because I'm going to the 1,000th episode of WWE SmackDown tonight at Capital One Arena. Awesome. But, there you go. Uh, Kit uh, and I are jealous. Uh, We'd love uh, to go. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, uh, uh, I think the keys uh, 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 to our game at the Redskins are Obviously, we have to be able to protect the football, protect Dak Prescott. We have to be able to run the ball, and we have to be able to put pressure on Alex Smith. And before I go, I have a quick question. Uh, uh, if you if you had to guess, uh, 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 will Sean Leap uh, play when we play in D.C. against the Redskins? Uh, this Sunday. Take care. Thanks for being patient with me, and I hope to see you guys at, at the team uh, 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 hotel. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye. All right. All right thanks, Nabby. Way to go. Sean Lee. Okay, it's good on record here. It's Tuesday game week. Sean Lee playing Sunday or not? I'll start. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Mickey's going no. I was leaning on no. I was. Yeah. And then, Mickey, go ahead and do it. You'll, Brian, be, you'll be right. Brian convinced me. I was leaning towards no. At the start. I just listened to the head coach. I would like to see what happens tomorrow. No, Nebby says now. now Nebby says he now. He needs an answer now, not tomorrow. I, I, I should have asked him who was winning tonight when he goes to SmackDown. SmackDown. Does Conor McGregor do nah, SmackDown? No, maybe no. someday. Maybe hopefully. someday. But not now. Maybe someday. Ronda Rousey's doing it now. He's on a career track there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Buffalo's looking at him as a backup quarterback. I'm going yes. I'm going yes, so your vote doesn't matter. We've got three yays. You got me. uh, Just don't tell Sean. He'll hold it against me. Nah. Oh, you didn't think I could play, huh? Mm -hmm. All right. I had a little cliffhanger last week where I said uh, I made a reference to Dak Prescott and the Cowboys and uh, the Kansas City Chiefs offense hmm. and kind of the I think it gives hope not I'm not talking Dak so much as I am the Cowboys offense and of course this was you before said Cowboys offense and Chiefs offense right, in the same right. sentence you and Jerry right. what is the oh no his was the Rams I'm okay sorry. did you fall what <laughs> think about the Chiefs offense yeah for the better part of this decade okay when mm-hmm. Alex Smith was a quarterback yes whatever how many weapons did they have? What was the big knock against the Chiefs' offense? Never could score touchdowns with the receivers. They went a whole yeah. season without a, a receiver catching exactly. a touchdown pass. Exactly. Yeah. They had no weapons on offense, basically. Right. right. Okay. Right. And now, all of a sudden, they got more weapons than any offense in the league. And you know, of course, now Mahomes makes makes it happen too. Yeah. But if you took Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill off that Kansas City team. And put them on the Cowboys team. What would you have? Weapons galore. Weapons. Yeah, mm-hmm. you would have some weapons, no question. But my point is, are we worried right, about? Are we, are we saying that 
Dak is comparable to no, Mahomes no, no, throwing no, no, the ball? No, 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 no. I'm saying even before Mahomes this year, they had weapons last year with Tyreek Hill and yeah. Travis Kelsey with yes. Alex Smith at quarterback. Right. And Prescott is, and we'll talk more about this as the week goes on, Dak is a lot like Alex Smith in the way he oh, yeah. takes care of the football and yeah. so forth, whatever. Yeah. And they made the playoffs. Right now okay, Washington. now they didn't go deep in the playoffs, but they were a playoff team with Alex Smith at quarterback and with right. the, and they finally got some weapons last year. And now it's all coming to fruition with Mahomes pulling the trigger. Yeah. But if you, what I'm saying is the Cowboys aren't that far away from having an offense that can threaten teams. They just got to acquire these play. The, the the importance of the weapons, the tight end, the pass catching tight end like a Travis Kelsey, a speed receiver like a Tyreek Hill who can make plays like he does. Now there's not a lot of them around, mm-hmm. but I mean, well, yeah. you look at Kansas City for a half decade at least. They didn't have any playmakers on offense, whatever. And now they got all the playmakers in the world. You can turn it around when via you, the when draft. You, when do you think Kansas City, okay, you said turn around the draft. Do you think they turned it around with, a, and, and, and I'm not trying to take a shot at Scott Linehan, but I'm saying did they turn it around when Andy Reid stopped calling plays? And when the guy, the Chicago head coach was Nagy. like, yeah, it was Nagy was their play, primary play caller. Yeah. Okay, did they get creative with him there? And is Andy Reid just saying, "Oh wow, okay, this is you know th- this is a good idea. This is the way you need to play." I mean, I I wonder if the change in philosophy was what got Kansas City to this point. So you know, so am I am I, am I making sense here? No, no, your I think point, you are. yeah. But your point is Hill and Kelsey, right? Now, and who, they got a running back too. Green Hunt, Green Hunt, yeah. Who are, but but who the Cowboys have a running back. Who yeah. are their other receivers? Help me out here. Well, one of them is Sammy Watkins. Yeah, yeah. And you know what he's got? Not doing anything. Yeah. Twenty-two catches. Yeah, that's, well, which that's would the be, next guy. Which from the Cowboys team would be second behind Cole Beasley as far as right. receivers. Yeah. What's he making? Like fifteen million a year? Something yeah, like that? Yeah. He, yeah, he is. Wow, he is. And I'm looking down the list here of AFC, and they end at uh, sixteen catches, and none of their other guys. Yeah, have Chris Conley is that. another receiver for right. Him. So, so you trade out is, is is Dak better than Hunt? I mean, De, uh, Zeke better than Hunt? I would take Zeke there. I would take Zeke. Okay, yeah. so you got so you have that now. Can you get the other? Part? See this? Yeah, yeah, this is that. You're right, Mickey. This is where the the discussion was was made. Is they determined that okay, this is the way we're going to go at tight end, and this is the way we're going to go at wide receiver. Yep. And those might be the two positions that are holding you back from having an offense. Similar to what Kansas City, did, at least the weapons. I don't know if the play caller would be is, you know, the play caller. I thought yeah, a lot I thought, that goes into yeah, I thought it the play caller did a nice job the other day. Yeah, I really did. I thought he did a really good job of 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 working with Dak and getting that thing to, to go. He took advantage of some stuff that Jacksonville was doing and give him some credit. I don't know if you had the weapons like that. Do you turn your play calling around to the point, or do you just say, okay, we're we're going to do what we do with Hill and and also that and by the way Hill coming out of college John Dorsey really stuck his neck out on that one yeah he was rewarded right. for a player yeah. that had some serious domestic violence domestic violence problems and stuff State. yeah and then he also traded up for Mahomes 
you know, and a lot of people thought, whoa, 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 what are you doing there? It's looking like gold right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but and I'm not putting everything on the offensive line, but we can talk about their weapons and, and can they upgrade those weapons in the offseason? Mickey's been banging this drum and he's right. I mean, there's a large part of this that when they've protected Dak, they've been more efficient. And every time it's been at home so far, the road has been much different. And I don't know exactly why it can't just be crowd noise. But they've been a different team offensively on the road, and it starts up front. It really does. Maybe it's who you play. Well, yeah, but, you know, they played the number one defense in the league on Sunday at home and and really did a nice job of protecting the quarterback. Yeah, I'm more surprised they didn't, didn't if they could have protected maybe a little better at the Houston. They didn't get a chance to really take advantage of that secondary. That, 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 that hurt me. That's one of those games where – we, the week before, we, we came on this program and talked about Detroit can't stop the run. What happened? Dallas ran the football. We came back, and we're thinking, okay, Houston's pass defense is really leaky. But what happened? You couldn't protect well enough to take advantage of a leaky mm-hmm. you know, pass defense. So, see, I think when you have- and so what happened? They got protection against a really good pass defense. They were able to complete some balls. And you so, have to have totally. confidence in your personnel. Yeah. And I think what the what you know if you have a Tyreek Hill, if you have Kelsey, you can exploit your personnel. Sure. I think what's going on here a little bit is they're managing it. Yeah. Like okay, we can't do this this and this, but let's try to do a little bit of this and this and do it well. Right. So I think you have to play to your the hand that's dealt you right now. And as much as attention as Mahomes is getting right now, look at Alex Smith's numbers last year in Kansas City. He at age thirty three made the Pro Bowl. Okay, he completed sixty seven and a half percent of his passes for four thousand yards. He had twenty six touchdowns, five interceptions. And averaged eight point eight point zero yards per attempt. He last was in year. he was in the MVP conversation. That's right. And, and Till mid season, so. yeah. And now, yeah. right now, Jay Gruden is saying that he's got to do a better job. He's holding on to the ball too long. He only completed fifty eight percent of his passes against Carolina for one hundred and sixty three yards. And for the season, he's only completed sixty percent of his passes, which is the lowest of his five seasons. And a 91.9 QB rating only because I read the Washington Post and Gruden was all over him that he's got to step it up. And this was the quotes from the press conference. Yeah. He's saying Alex Smith needs to step it up. He's holding our offense back. Wow. How about that? Well, they found the fountain of youth with that running back, though. I mean, he, they hand him the ball and some good things have been happening for they, you know, they went from drafting a kid in the second round to you know losing him to knee knee injury and then all of a sudden you find adrian peterson on the scrap heap and he's giving him a little something though and it'll be interesting to see mickey did they say anything about chris thompson they playing what he think is going to yeah happen? They, because they he's a weapon there wasn't to, an injury update but yeah. they played this past game without yeah. thompson yeah and without jamison crowder by yeah. the way see that and then there's crowder again there's another that's jamison crowder got sean mcveigh his job in the, with the rams I mean, he really he turned Jameson Crowder into a really a nice football player. Used him well. Used uh, you know with Garcon and you know they still got hey like I say well I'm sure we'll get in it tomorrow what they're what they're going to do you know with Jordan Reed and those guys and their offensive line looks like it's actually you know it, it, it's been times in the past the Cowboys have played this group and it hasn't the offensive line hasn't been completely healthy 
Well, they, they look like they're pretty pretty healthy going into this game. And before I hear all this talk about Josh Norman, yeah, oh, he's back after he got benched because yeah. he got an interception. Cam Newton's arm got hit and the ball fluttered up like a duck. Yeah. Any one of us could have caught that. Get to go right watch Can't that game wait. right now. Can't wait to hear Mickey talking about Josh Norman the rest of the week here on Talking Cowboys. That's right. All right. We'll see you again tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!